0: Hey, before we get into today's episode, guys, on the Trail Show, I just wanted to give you a few things to think about. If you are enjoying listening to the podcast, please do me a favor, follow it and share it so all your friends can listen to it too. Let's make this thing extremely big. Also, Archer Brand, my company, has released a brand new shirt called the Cream Title T. It's on our website. Please go on there. If you want to buy it, use code Trail Show to get your 10% off discount. Let's get into today's episode. sleep can't eat my mind's a mess hey what's going on guys and welcome back to the trail show i hope you guys are having a wonderful day um, today on the trail show we are going to be talking about let me just stop there let me ask you a question if somebody was to come up to ask you you know 20 years into the future and you're rich and famous doing whatever you love doing and they ask you why do you do this? You know, what is your why, for instance? Would you be able to answer that straight up? That's what I thought. Um, if you didn't know, if you don't know, then that's pretty normal. If you do know, that's really good. Um, but if you don't know, it's pretty normal and Um Our lives are based around, you know, what's coming next. A lot of a lot of us live in the future. You know, we always talk about growing up. One of the questions you ask when, you, when you're when you a kid is, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know, some people, I want to be a doctor. I want to go to the military. I want to be a teacher. I want to own a company. You know, I want to run a multi-million dollar business. Um, I want to continue the family business. You know, multiple things. Um, a lot of times, though, when they answer that, they don't know why they want to do that. They just know that that's what they want to do. And it could be society planted in their head. It could be that's just what you know, the family does. But they don't know why they want to do it. When it came to me, um, my dream has changed multiple times since being a kid. Uh, I remember when I was little, my very first dream that I wanted to do when I was little is uh, I wanted to play professional football. I had played football since I was three years old. Um, I thought I was good enough. I thought if I trained hard enough, I'd be good. Um, and then it went from that to wanted to be a pediatrician, so I would always play doctor when I would go to my doctor's office for checkups. I would always stay there like an extra 30 minutes during the appointment. While my, while my sisters were getting checked up on, my mom, I would go out into the uh, office and go play with uh, all the other pe- workers there, all the nurses and stuff like that. And they would really like work with me <laughs> and make it believe like I'm actually a doctor. call me Dr. Dantrell, my uh, doctor. She was like an African lady. And the way she did, it, she'd be like, Dr. Dantrell. It was funny as hell. Uh, so was, I wanted to be a pediatrician and then that changed uh I had wanted to be a pediatrician all the way up until high school up until I got to high school I was like this is what I'm set on Damn. and then I got to ninth grade and then I was like okay I want to be an interior designer or yeah I wanted to be an interior designer with kind of a ministry background um interior design is something I'm still very passionate about it's come to size something like I would love to take some smaller classes on just to have an idea of and you know maybe do it on the side or something like that but you know, I just always found it really cool. I uh, would like to watch, I used to watch HGTV all the time. And then also, that's when I started watching Homework movies. And if you watch most Homework movies, they're mostly interior designers. And I was like, this looks really cool. Um, and then there was the ministry side of it where my grandfather, so on my dad's side, I have, so basically, I have three, pa- three pastor grandfathers. I have my mom's father, who's a pastor of his own church. I got my father, stepfather, basically, who is uh, a pastor. And then I have my father figures, dad, who was a pastor. So it kind of made sense that I became a pastor. And so that's what I kind of did it for. Um, and I I had all these different dreams that happened. Um, and they, they all eventually came crashing down um, because I didn't know why I was doing it. When it came to the, the whole pastoral ministry thing, I kind of did it because I was just, my why for doing it was because everybody else in my family did it. like It just made sense for trail to do it and I wasn't passionate about it. I had no true why for other than like everybody else to do it and that's not a good reason to do it because I'm lying to myself and not, I'm not happy. Um, I went to college for my first year um, basketball but that was a ministry focus and I that's when I realized it just wasn't it for me my first year. So I switched it up, became a business major and now that I'm a business major um, and I know that what I want to do which is you know, do a little bit of marketing, but also plan weddings because I'm very passionate about weddings. And I can give you a thousand reasons why I'm passionate about weddings and why I want to do wedding planning and all that different stuff there. You know, but a lot of people can't give you one reason why they're doing what they're doing. So let's look outside of careers. Let's look at just life in general. Let's look at people you guys like when we talk about relationships. Let's look at relationships. Some Relationship, People that are in a relationship can't even tell you why they're in a relationship with that person. Oh, they're cute. Oh, they treat me good. They're nice. They, they, you know, they make me laugh. They open the door for me. Those are, you know, all right reasons, but they're not why. Why do you, we look at married couples. Why do you think we're married couples that have been together for over like 50, 60 years, they have still been together. What do you think is their why? A lot, of, a lot of them, are. Most, all of them are going to give you different answers. No answer is going to be the same. Other, there should only be one thing that's in between you all, and that's just true love. That's their why. Their they love for each other is so strong and their bond is so strong that they can overcome any trial. You should want to have a why when it comes to your relationship with somebody. Why are you this way with this person? Why are you there with this person? I feel, like if, I feel like if a lot of couples, you know, that broke up just established what their why was at the beginning, middle, and then as they progressed, they would still be together now. We wouldn't have as many split couples as we well are because they established that. Um, when we look at life and we look outside of relationships and going more into life, we look at when you wake up every day, um, what's your why for waking, waking up? You know, why do you think you woke up? What are you going to accomplish today now that you have woke up? What do you plan on accomplishing? Um, I think that one thing that we typically don't, you know, look at is the true meaning of why we're waking up every day. You know, you've got different views. You know, you've got a Christian point of view where they are like, oh, God woke me up to fulfill his plan. That's a good one. You got some people that's like, I have a goal to complete. I don't know what it is but I'm going to do it. That's also good. But then you got some people that's like, I'm just here. And yeah, you are You are here, but you're, you're not just here. You're not just a little speck in the world. Every person is important. It kills when people say they're not important. They're not special. Everybody's special in their own way. Just because you're not as special as you want everybody else to see doesn't mean that you aren't special. You have to see it for yourself. And once you see it for yourself, you're going to become a better person for it. Um, it took me a while to see it for myself. I went through a very bad bullying phase from six to about... Tenth grade, where I was just getting bullied, man. Like I was getting wrecked. Like I was small, so it's easy. So like I, you know, it wasn't like some where, like, you know, I wanted to commit suicide or anything like that. I never wanted to do that. I mean, I have thoughts of running away and everything, just completely isolate myself from the world. But man, I was about four eleven all the way up until I got to about tenth grade. Then I finally like went up to like five two five three. Um, but I was small, so I was easy to pick on, and. You know, I had so many bad things that happened to me in that period, and I had to kind of look at it like, "Wow, how am I gonna change this? Yeah, I'm not gonna, may not be able to get their approval. I don't want their approval. They made me feel like crap, so I would rather not have their approval. But how am I gonna change my life to where this stuff doesn't affect me anymore? How am I gonna become a stronger individual? One thing I did was, or well, the main thing I did was, I turned all their hate into positivity. And that's why I'm such a quote-unquote nice guy now. I'm a, I'm a sarcastic jerk, but I have my moments where I'm a nice guy. And um, I, what I did was I just turned all that hate, and, and it filled my passion, you know, to become a better person. Um, it helped feel, fuel my why. Um, and we'll get to my—I'll tell you guys my why to close out the episode uh, of this uh, podcast, but— it filled up my why, You know, the bullying says, like I, I always say I, I'll never go back in time to change anything that's happened to me because I'll never become the person that I am today. The stuff that never happened back then that never happened, there would be no trail show, there would be no archer, there would be none of this. My, shoe, I'll probably be a pediatrician. <laughs> I probably would have changed, you know, stay where I was at, you know. A lot of the things that happened, happened for a reason. Um, and so I was able to adjust and change and now I look back on it and I'm looking back and you know, I'm seeing how my life is going now and I'm very proud of where my life is going. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I have some things I can adjust, but everybody has things that they can adjust, you know, every, nobody's perfect. Handle my tennis at that best. Um, I got a lot of things I can add to my life to, you know, make it function better. But I'm definitely in a better place now than what I was, you know, five, six years ago. That sounds so long long. I'm turning twenty one this Saturday and it's like my whole last Ten years is flashing before my eyes like 21 such a big milestone like wow i've lived for 21 years and a lot of times people ask that older folks ask that really like i've been alive for 30 40 50 years what have i done with my life and i don't want to be that person that's asked that question and if i if i am going to ask it i want to be able to give the best answer that i can give when i'm 30 i want to be like man i've done so much i planned some planned about 20 to 100 weddings maybe more. I have a beautiful wife. Uh, we have a beautiful baby. You know, I'm doing good when I'm 40. I've planned this many weddings. I'm close to retirement. My kids are getting ready to go to college. You know, I'm a 40-year-old, 40, 45-year-old 40, parent that's getting his kids to college, which is pretty awesome. When I'm 50, 60, I'm retired. I'm living my best life. And I'll look back on my life, man, now that I'm retired, was it all worth it? Was it all worth it? Was everything I did worth it? And you should want to ask yourself that question. You should want to be able to ask yourself that question and give a true, honest answer. We won't, me and you will not know what that answer is now. I'll tell you that right now. We're never going to be able to know that. We're not going to know that answer until we get to that point. So we have so much life to live before we have to ask ourselves that question. Because when we're sitting on that deathbed, uh, uh, you know, some psychologists say when you're on your deathbed, typically your, your life reflects before your eyes. You, you get like a look back on everything you've done in your life, you know, up until your point where you're, you're about to move on to the next part of your, the next phase of life, which is death, which is afterlife and everything like that. But if you believe in that, um, but when you reflect on it, did you do what you were here to do, whatever that may be? Like I said, I don't know completely what I'm here to do yet. I'm figuring it out. But I know I'm doing good so far, Figuring it out. I'm learning new things about myself every single day. I'm adjusting things to my life every single day. I've been going to the gym every morning at 5.30. So I've been up at 5 a.m. every single morning. My alarm goes off, I hate it, but I'm up. I'm up, 5.30 gym, I work out for about a good hour, come back, go to get breakfast, go to class, go to academic meetings, study hall, working out. Um, I'm in bed by typically 11 o'clock. 10.30, 11 o'clock is typically when I have a good bed. I'm about to push it back to 11 just so I can have more free time for myself. Because um, I'm, I'm starting two-a-day workouts now, so my schedule kind of extends a little bit longer, and I'm door a little bit more as well just because, you know, why not bring the extra cash in? Um, but, you know, it's, I've adjusted things to my life so that I can strengthen my why for why I do things. You know, I think I've asked this question on the podcast to a few people. You know, if you could time travel into the future where you're already rich and famous, would you do it? I've got some yes and some no's. I've, also, I've asked this question outside of podcasts. I've got yeses and no's. Personally, I guess I've said no, because if you do, if somebody was to ask you, how does it feel to be where you are, you wouldn't know how to answer that, because you didn't experience it. You didn't live it. You didn't struggle. You didn't go through the trials. You didn't live. You weren't happy. You weren't sad. You weren't depressed to get to where you were at that point you wouldn't know your why for being rich and famous and being because i'm not saying rich and famous as in like famous as in like in you know everybody knows you i'm saying famous as in you're you're just big and rich doesn't always mean money either you can be happy you can be broken rich Shoot, you can be happy but how did you get there why did you get there why is it so important to you that you're there now the only answer you're going to be gave is, oh, I just worked hard. Well, what'd you do? Uh, you're, not be able answer, you're not going to be able to BS your way through that. So live in the moment that you have now. Look towards the future, but do not lose sight of what's going on here today now. When you wake up every morning, start your day with a blast. Don't slowly get out of bed and drag yourself out of bed. Pop up out of bed and get ready to go. Pop up with a smile, ready to you know, just go crazy in life. Um, I think something that I've adjusted like I've grown in life is the fact that I've been able to live outside of my home since I graduated from high school I have not lived back at home since then I haven't even stayed at home for a weekend since then Um, I've been strictly just outside of the house and that's been amazing because I've been able to grow by myself with the support of my parents my mom still you know my mom my family's still there you know, but I've been able to grow and become an adult quicker and but still be able to live But I've been able been able to you know to live life and experience the different things of life There's been points where I've been completely broke where I've had to beg different people for money I've had to ask people to help me out with bills, you know borrow money There's been times where I've had to borrow money from web from you know little little day You know financial sites and stuff like that to pay that back you know, I've moved into an apartment and then moved out um, within a month I you know had to get a new car because my car broke down that I have been driving up to the dirt I've been behind on but you know I have went through life but this it's okay because now I'm at a place now where I can look back on that and say I did it I got through that and now I've set myself up to where I will not go through that again but if I do get close to that I'll know how to go through and it won't break down I'll stay strong I was able to start my company And at first it was slow, but then it picked up, and now it's the point where it's basically my second source of income. Grades have been great, I've been going to school consistently, having a missing class. Basketball's been amazing, man. My body's in shape, I'm working out. I'm starting two times a day, but I'm working out consistently every single day at 5.30 in the morning. My morning starts in the morning, like early in the morning, that's when my day starts. I'm eating right. I can eat a little better. I mean, you know, the, the Reese's cups and uh, the fact that I work at a bakery also kind of throws it off because I, you know, the snacks are there. But there's so many things that I do that I've overcome to be where I am now. So if somebody was to look at me and go, hey, Trill, you, you know, you are running a successful company, you're a successful wedding planner. And you're an ex- successful marketing executive, whatever you know I do with my degree completely. Why? And I'll say something on the lines of one, I wanted to do better, better than my father. I wanted to prove my father that just because you weren't in my life doesn't mean I'm not going to be successful. I wanted to prove that my mom. Did a great job raising me, that she did it by herself. And I want to prove that I'm a good person and that I can do anything that I set my mind to. From a Christian standpoint of view, I want to my why for that is just I'm a follower of God and He did everything for me. You know. My why is I want to be able to live my life abundantly. Christ like so that when I die and move on to the next life and I get to the gates I can hear the you know the famous words you know well done my good and faithful servant and then walk through the gates of heaven and live in the afterlife for my kids my future kids I want them to be proud of their father be proud of their life not have to want for anything anything they want I got it they can have nice cars Grandkids can have nice cars house. I leave them a fortune behind. So they are just set for generations For my wife so that she may know that she is loved consistently And I will I give her unconditional love That no other person can compete with What is your why? What is your reason for waking up every day? What is your reason for doing what you do now? What is your reason for being the person that you are now? And if you're struggling to know who you are, it's okay. There's more like you out there. You're not alone. If you feel alone, find somebody and talk to somebody. There's always gonna be somebody there for you. Even if you feel like there isn't, heck, my DMs are always open. You can always text me. It may take me a little bit to get back to you, but I'll always respond to you. And we can figure this out together. Continue to listen to the podcast, and we will start to discover who we are as people. The more guests we have on, you know, the more chats we have like this. Watch the blog. See joy and want to create joy after that. Start your own business, write your own book, create your own podcast, do whatever you think is going to make you happy, and, and then let it find yourself. I recommend a podcast because a podcast, basically, you're essentially talking to yourself, and which makes it great. And I don't use a script, so you're just spitting off the top of your head. And then as you get into it, you'll start to make more sense. At first, it's a little jubilant and all over the place, but once you get into it, it makes sense, and people will truck along with you. Life is too short and it goes by too quick, but you can do so much in a short amount of time of life that we have. So you don't want to completely waste it away wondering what if and who am I? Figure it out early and figure out what you got to do to get to where you want to be. Work hard, wake up early. I recommend waking up at 5 a.m. It's amazing. You start your day great. Cold shower in the morning. Get ready, make, get, make coffee. I bought a new Keurig this morning, actually after I left the gym, went to Walmart and bought a nice little Keurig for like 40 bucks. You know, we have coffee in the morning, get my day going right. Organize your life, get a schedule. I have a whiteboard in my room that I t- do my morning tasks on and I do my tasks for the day every single day. I have a planner that I write every, all my assignments to for class or so things I got going every day. I set myself up su- for success so that I will be able to truthfully answer my why when it gets to that point. Time waits for no man. And your dreams won't chase you. You got to chase them. I'll see you guys next time on The Trail Show.